day 47 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith and i'm john and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through it and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right right, so deuteronomy 29 so man my boy moses's last sermon right? right so um remember last time i know i spent like i looked at the podcast uh, in terms of time, bro, I spent like 10 minutes on Deuteronomy 28 right. <laughs> alone, but I was just super excited. Uh, one of my favorite chapters, did a lot of reading and stuff on it. Um, So so now we're in Deuteronomy 29 and we have this section, 27 to 30 is really the section about blessings and curses and like this, uh, the covenant ratification, like putting the covenant into effect, right? And so 29, he ends off and he's going to be like, man, He's going to provide this historical overview, right? So 29 and 30 is almost like a the book, a, a mini book of Deuteronomy in Deuteronomy, right? Because he's going to just run back through everything. And he's going to be like, no, y'all saw what God did, mm. right? Y'all saw what God did, but I still want you to have faith, right? So he's going to say like, at the end of the day, to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind to understand, eyes to see, or ears to hear, and so, man, I think um, what he's trying to say is it, it takes physical eyes mm. to see what is happening before you, mm. but it takes faith to know what God is doing, mm. right? And so he's saying like, no, 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 like there's still a hardness of heart here. And the dope thing is Paul is going to use this text in Romans 11 to talk about the Jews who experienced all of these things, but still have this hardness of heart that right. they don't come to the Messiah. Now, what's even dope, bro, 29.6. Probably my favorite, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I have to read this bad boy because it's just so, Do it. it's so fire. So he says, yo, he says, you did not eat food or drink, wine or beer, <laughs> so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. So he's saying like, yo, y'all went through the wilderness for 40 years and y'all never had regular food, bro. Right, right. I ain't gonna, I don't know about y'all, but I used to think that like, oh no, God fed a manna sometime. Then they would just pick grain and all that kind of stuff. Right. He's like, no, no, no. God fed you miraculously right. for 40 years, bro, right. from his very hand so that you would know that he's the Lord. And man, we just don't, we just miss the miraculous nature of how God has brought us to where we are. Yeah. And that should be an impetus for us to live in submission to him as Lord. That's amazing, bro. That's yeah. amazing, man. Bro. We've talked about it in so many other settings and stuff too. That yeah. you know, one of the things that just struck me is this: like Moses's last sermon mm-hmm. here. He's starting, and he's like he's reminding them again, yo, that like individual faithfulness is mm-hmm. a community project. It's a group. Yeah project so he's gonna tell them oh yo be sure that nobody turns away be sure no bitterness remains and he's trying to let them all know like no look 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 y'all all be reminded of what god has done and y'all's task is to make sure that we all are reminded of what god has done so yeah. that nobody forgets right it's the forgetfulness mm. of the goodness of god that leads us to turn away and yeah moses seems like he's just yeah pressing that down on him before he goes he's like yo i'm about to go but don't forget y'all make sure y'all don't forget yeah man keep it in your heart man yeah Yeah, absolutely and it's 
yeah, how often do we forget, right? So easy. Forget the most miraculous things, right? The most miraculous things, bro. Yeah, bro. Like you said, it's, it's not just Man, I prayed and God helped me find my car keys. <laughs> yeah, right, right. This is, man, 40 years you mm. were fed every day by the hand of God. Mm. And Moses knows, man, we have the propensity to forget the most mm-hmm. miraculous things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you know, bro. And so I, I can't even get into this. It's so much. So many times in Deuteronomy, he's going to be like, hey, you know, when you do this, the nations are going to say something. Right. They're going to be like, yo, they wild. Right. Right. In other words, and Moses is like, no, no, no. Like God blessed you to be a blessing. The whole purpose of bringing you out was so that the nations could come to Yahweh through y'all. And so if y'all act a fool and act crazy and act like them, guess what? The the mission of God will in some ways be hindered. Right. Right. And you you will like you will hinder your witness. And so the nations will be like. Yo, that's the Lord brought them out of Egypt, but he couldn't, right? He couldn't keep them in the land. Yeah. And so Moses is going to say, hey, when these blessings and when, when these blessings and curses come upon you and you're far away in all these nations that God promised to scatter you, right. he says, yo, if you repent, yeah, God will restore you. Mm. Right. And so again, the Bible doesn't have this hard grace and law dichot like break, right? Grace and law are infused, right? right and right, so right. What, he, what Moses is saying is that repentance, hear this, is like a GPS system of the loss. Right, right. Right? Mm. What happens is this. When you repent, you don't have to find God. God finds you. Right. right. Yep. When you turn on that GPS, you don't have to find your way back to the crib. Right. Something in the satellite, I don't even know how it works. The satellite comes and finds you and right. leads you back home. And yeah. that's what Moses is saying, bro. Yeah. And he's like, yo, and then you see this escalation. So the Bible is this one unfolding narrative where the ultimate blessings is the new heaven and new earth in the presence of God forever, right? And Moses is like, no, no, no. Like, God will restore you and the blessing will be greater than that of your fathers, bro. Man. So so listen, the <laughs> Bible is going from a garden, hear right. this, Genesis 1. To a city, right? Right. So, 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 so the purpose is always to heighten. Like we never go back, right? You know what right, I'm right, right. It only gets better, yeah. and this is the God we serve, bro. Even in the midst of our rebellion, it only gets better. The blessing is beyond our imagination. It's not a reimbursement. So often we can think of the blessings of the gospel as a reimbursement. I had something, yeah. we lost it in the fall, and God's just gonna come and reimburse us and bring us back to square one. But it's not mm-hmm. that, right? It's something better than what was lost in the fall that i i love what you said yo like yo if repentance is like a gps restoration is riding in the passenger seat right it is Mm, that's good god is providing us a better future than what we lost in the fall god's commanding his people to faithfulness not for his sake but for theirs for their well-being right god Mm. is very god is completely like altruistic in all of this in that yo god can break through their misery god can break through their bad witness and continue to show his grace hence jesus christ breaking through the sin and death of human history Mm -hmm. to show the grace of god right god can do that uh but in god's grace god is calling us to be participants in the joy that comes from 
it showing what he's like and seeing people experience a sense of joy and purpose and meaning and fulfillment uh, from embracing the one true God. Absolutely. And he's going to say, yo, yo, choose life, right? In yeah. 30, he's going to be like, no, no, choose life, not death. And the thing that Moses is saying, and it's still true today, bro, we don't enjoy our life by not keeping God's law. Right. Right. The people of God would enjoy their life in the land if yeah. they kept God's law. And yeah. it's the same thing today, bro. Yeah. You are choking your joy at the source right. when you disobey the God who wants the absolute uh, best for right, you. Right, 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 and right. Satan's lie since Genesis 3, bro, he keeps he keep saying the same thing. That's good, that's, bro. That, that there is more life outside of the bounds that God has placed on us. That's good, right? bro. The liberating constraints, as we often say, like we think there's more there. And God is like, no, no, no. This is really life. Right. I know it seems the other way, but just trust me enough yeah. to see that these restrictions that I'm giving you are for your flourishing. And he's going to say like, no, no, no. God is your life. Amen. These words are your life, right? Yeah. We tend to think about the Bible and our faith with God. I love what you said in the sermon weeks ago, bro. You said we treat it like a hobby. Right, right. <laughs> We, we treat it like, no, no, I, I hoop sometime. Right, right. Jesus, sometime. You know what I'm saying? When right. I'm Sunday, you know, when I'm feeling it, when I'm feeling it, whatever, whatever. No, 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 no. He's like, this is your life, life. bro. Right, right, Like, right. this is, it encompasses everything and changes how you do everything. Right. And so I could just see Moses, like, sweating <laughs> on the plains of Moab. Like, I need a towel saying, hey, man, can I get it? Right? Because it's like, bro, like, this is so serious. And he keeps going. And then he's like. I'm about to die, right? Yep. Joshua's going to take my place. Little Josh going to take my place. Like, God said he can go in the land. I can't go. So Moses is passing this baton. In 31, he's going to transition to the last part of the book, which is the arrangements, right? The succession right. and arrangements. Yeah. Like, yo, he's going to succeed me. This is how God is going to arrange this thing. And, and, um, and then finally, 32, he has this song where it's like, yo, y'all sing this song. And it's like this self-indictment, right? If you sing this joint, you can't, ain't no excuses. Right. You know it. Right. You know the words. You know how we remember songs. Right, right, right. My mom, my mom used to be like, yo, remember them songs? Can you remember that schoolwork? Right? <laughs> it's like, like, bro, like when they when they recited this song, it was a form of indicting themselves with the covenant lawsuit, right? It was it was no way that they didn't know what God required of them. Right. And this song on Israel was again pointing to the fact that, hey, in light of everything God has done for us, this is the way we remain faithful to him. Heaven and earth is a witness. Heaven and earth is not dying out. So it always remains as a witness for God. And God just wants his people to flourish in the land. And we're going to see what happens uh, as a result of Moses leaving, Joshua taking them into the land, and um, the faithfulness of the Lord, even in spite of their own sin. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for uh, your incredible kindness to us. It feels like we repeat that prayer every day, but the more that we... Yeah, witness just the way that you've worked miraculously on our behalf, Lord, the more we reflect on how good you've been to us and how forgetful we've been of your miraculous goodness. We're just floored by your kindness. And so today, Lord, we just want to say thank you. We pray that you would replace uh, this amnesia that we have, Lord, with an amazing memory that we would be fueled, uh, Lord, by um, having thoughts of your kindness and your grace at the forefront of our mind, Father, that we wouldn't be those that forget and shrink back, but we would be those that remember and stand up and stand firm, yes, God. God. We pray that would be the tone and tenor of our lives today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.